Hi, this is Renee Sagan, and this is 40 and other F-words. I had a fourth life crisis when I turned 40. Everything I thought 40 to be was not how my life looked. I wasn't married. I didn't have any kids. I lived with these roommates who I didn't like, and they didn't like me. But before I turned 40, I made a lifestyle out of settling and not trying to rock the boat. On the eve of my 40th birthday, I thought for sure I was going to wake up old and decrepit. And that just really didn't happen. And it made me wonder why I was so afraid to turn 40. 40 was much older than I felt. 40 was Steve Martin and Father the Bride, Kimberly William Paisley version, not Elizabeth Taylor, obviously. And 40 was Stella getting her groove back. I watched that movie recently and thought when I watched this movie 20 years ago, wasn't she much older? I mean, Stella had an ex-husband, she had a son, she had grown sisters, and she had enough money to go to Jamaica and stay in a nice cabana with her best friend. And I felt that as old as I thought it was going to feel, I didn't feel that old. Now, clearly, I had lived more life than I had previously. There was more years behind me. And morbidly enough, I felt like I'm closer to the end than I am the beginning now. And so I put this unnecessary pressure on myself that I was turning 40 and I was going to be closer to dying than I was five minutes ago. But that was true when I turned 25. I was closer to dying than I was when I was 23. And so I really thought that I was going to wake up, be 40, And I was going to instantly have one of those old lady haircuts, short, never long, with short bangs and streaks of gray. Um, I I don't actually feel like I'm ever going to be one of those people that embraces gray. It's just really not my vibe. I will always find a box dye somewhere. My hairstylist will tell you not to box dye your hair, but I, I don't like the look. Storm is not my vibe. It doesn't really work for me. And you know what? One of the blessings of being 40 is you don't have to do things that don't work for you. And I thought being 40 meant that I would have to wear mom jeans and I would have to have a mortgage and do all of the things to keep me from getting older. Like I've always thought of like Kris Jenner in her 40s when she had like a brand new face all the time and um, all the women that were turning back the hands of time because, oh my God, we're turning 40. And the truth is, there's a stigma when it comes to your 40s, especially when you're a woman. Men in their 40s get to become George Clooney, John Krasinski, Idris Elba, The Rock, Daniel Day Kim, Benjamin Bratt. Women in their 40s, we get sent out to pasture. Like our eggs, we are expected to slowly dry up. But that just wasn't the case for me. I felt excited to be 40. As a matter of fact, In my 39th year, I had this understanding of like, hey, um, if I want to achieve X, Y, Z in my life, I'm going to have to change the trajectory of my life. I'm going to have to make different decisions in this 39th year that are going to yield a different outcome for my 40s and beyond. Great example. I wanted to own a house and I wanted to pay my car off. I wanted to be out of debt. And so 
a lot of that boiled down to making different decisions with my job, my money, my life, my lifestyle. And, um, and with that came having to make different decisions. And so all of those decisions kind of unlocked this real sweet spot in my life. And no one told me that your forties could be fantastic. There's effort for you. And now almost two years into my 40s, I realized that your 40s kind of get a bad rap. I'm living a way better life than I did in my 20s. Don't get me wrong. My 20s were great. As a matter of fact, I'm thankful there was no social media in my 20s. They were that great. You almost walk through life with a different level of naivete. One of my biggest regrets, if you can call it that, was not backpacking in Europe in my 20s. Before I knew about bed bugs from hostels and watching Taken where you can get kidnapped and sex trafficked, I literally don't know anybody with a certain set of skills that can save me from those things. And my 40-year-old back that sleeps on a pillow top mattress, another plus for your 40s, you can afford a great mattress, could not sleep on a hard, thin mattress or on the floor in a hostel. And did I mention bed bugs? Yuck and gross. Nobody wants to have bed bugs or lice in Europe. How do you even go to the CVS? Is there CVS in Europe? Unclear because clearly I haven't gone, but I am going to go in my 40s. I do want to go to Europe like J-Lo, like not stay at the Ritz-Carlton, but like stay at a Hyatt and like J-Lo before Selena is how I want to go to Europe. I don't want to have to carry a backpack everywhere. I want to have a hotel where my clothes are hanging and where they give you croissants for breakfast. In my 20s, I used to take day trips to Vegas, leave after work on a Thursday. In my 20s, no one could say no to a cheap Southwest flight. Hit the club right after, touch down at McCarran, sleep in a hotel room with eight other people because it's not like you're going to be in the hotel a long time anyways. And then hop on a flight home the following day after brunch at a buffet and be back at work before I was even unpacked, sometimes with glitter still in my hair and smelling like cigarettes. My 40s? Could never. At 40, this is how I do Vegas. I take Thursday to Tuesday off of work. Thursday, I pack, do laundry, pre-check in. I book my flight at a reasonable hour that gives me the ability to get there in two hours ahead of schedule so I'm not rushing through TSA I've charged all my electronic devices. I've gotten some sort of snacks so that I don't have to buy the snacks. And, and I actually know how, what snacks I can take in the airport or not. I also don't check a bag. I bring a bag carrying on to Vegas because why do I need a full bag to Vegas? And from there, I stay there four days and no more. I can't do more than four days in Vegas. I come back. And I have an extra day to do laundry, put clothes away, put gas in my car, and get myself mentally prepared to join the real world. Because you know what's great about being in your 40s? You likely have a little bit more PTO than you did in your 20s. Your 20s to me are all about quantity of experiences and relationships. You make a lot of friends, shallow friends even, many of which when you look back in your 40s, you don't remember a lot of them or you remember them, but you don't really have deep experiences with them. And I myself loved the quantity of experiences of my 20s. They make for great stories. I loved doing those things, 
but I also love being established in my 40s. I love that I know who I am, what I want, where I want to go. And some people can see that as like being narrow-minded, but I love being focused on what it is that I want to be. And I think that's exactly what your 20s are for. Your 20s are for coloring outside of the lines, trying different things. One day you're blonde. The next day you have streaks in your hair. You cut your hair. You grow your hair. All of the things as you're finding your way. You date different guys because you want to figure out, like, do I like a guy that's a hard worker? Do I like a guy that's a rapper? Unclear. Not that rappers aren't hard workers. Some of them are really great at what they do. But you can almost shrug that off and be like, well, I'm in my 20s. I'm doing crazy things. Oh my God, I got a belly button piercing in someone's garage. No big deal. In my 40s, everything needs to be sanitized. I need to know where you were, who you did it with. Let me check your temperature. And it's just, and I love that. I love that about my 40s. I love that I've experienced enough in life that I know exactly what I need to be successful. And I'm still learning, obviously, every day. I'm sure I'll say that there's a lot of F words in my 50s when I get there as well. But I feel like if I were to break it down, it's that my 20s were about touching everything. I wanted to touch, see, smell, smell, (laughs) like taste the world. And I had a false expectation of my 30s, thinking that my 30s were going to be when I had the corner office and um, I married the perfect guy and was going to have 2.5 children because one will be in the oven in my 30s. And so, of course, when I got to my late 30s and I had none of that, um, I experienced this like disappointment of where is my life even headed? What did I do wrong? Where did I go wrong? And what's so great about that is you live through that and then it catapults you into this true authenticity of, nah, man, that wasn't for me. And that's something that's so awesome about being in your 40s and having more years behind you than in front of you is that you get a revelation of what's for me will find me and what's not will pass me. And you lose the FOMO, the fear of missing out of like, well, what if I did? And what if I, you don't, at least I don't look at life through the rear view mirror and wonder if I would have taken that exit where it would have landed me because I realized that life being great, I'm living the life I meant to live versus the life that I wish I had. And you're more content in my experience Because you realize your life is a culmination of your choices. And so I have learned to take the lessons and the wisdom from my 20s and 30s and make better choices for myself. And so it's a beautiful time that gets a bad rap. It's a like we say, oh my God, you're over the hill. I can't believe it. And here's the story. True story. The elasticity in your face is a little bit different. Metabolism's a little slower. Sometimes you have to pay, play fart roulette where it's, is that a fart or is that poo? Unclear. I, in my 40s, I don't leave a place before using the potty first. I go pee before I leave a house because I never know if that's going to creep on me in the car. 
And I also very much like backpacking in Europe, feel the same way about public restrooms where I now know about parasites in restrooms and I don't necessarily use a public restroom that's not a Starbucks or a Bed Bath & Beyond. I'm just saying. And I'm having the time of my life in my 40s and I don't want people to have that same fear I had of turning 40 or even the discouragement of like, Have I wasted my life that I have not done more? But maybe you've done enough to unlock who you're supposed to be. And maybe it's about accepting where we are versus projecting where we think we should be. And really, break that down. Who told you that? Because baby, in your 40s, you realize some of the friends that got married when they were 25 they're getting married again in their 40s. And so I have been a recycled bridesmaid, meaning I've been a bridesmaid at a girlfriend's first wedding, then was a bridesmaid at her second wedding. And when she started having trouble in her marriage, I told her she better get it together because I can't afford a third wedding. I practically put a down payment on a Honda Accord by supporting her marriages. I would do it because I love her, but I'm just saying. And it's just... Those things like falling in love is different in your 40s because I don't have that, oh my God, I'm looking for butterflies, which is great. I love butterflies, but after some decades, you realize that butterflies pass and relationships are built on trust, integrity, consistency, um, character, and it's not just about how hot you are. I mean, listen in your 20s date the hot guy that's kind of dumb it's fine make for great pictures but you realize in your 40s the guy that's kind of dumb doesn't really do well at helping you pay bills and I am loving the fact that I'm not baby brained and I think that what forced me to really settle in my 30s was the fact that I just I felt like I'm supposed to be having babies. I'm a woman and I want to be a mother. And how come I'm not pregnant? Um, How come I'm not married first? And then how come I'm not pregnant? And it just became this pressure to settle because I obviously have missed something and I need to settle. And that caused a lot of disappointment because here I was being like, okay, I'm settling for you, homie. And then you then like, you cheat on me? Like, that's not based on a true story or could be, who knows? Um, But like in my 40s, I'm not in a rush to just settle with whomever, wherever, whenever. One of the things that's beautiful, one of the things that's also beautiful about being in your 40s is that um, you likely have establish yourself. And that doesn't necessarily mean you have more money. I mean, if you're lucky, you you have more money um, and you've learned how to be fiscally responsible, but you just have more understanding of what you need and more authenticity if, you, if you've really let the experiences of your 20s write on your life and the heartbreak of your 30s and the transition of your 30s shape and form you that in your 40s you can be authentically yourself and say like I've gone through two different versions of myself sometimes more 
And I have found that this is what works for me. And I am thankful for that. I'm thankful that I know what works for me now more than I did before. It's not perfect. I mean, there's things that I'm still evolving and I thank God for that. But I know more now than I knew then. And so there's a piece, at least for me, being in my 40s and saying like, yeah, I don't like that. I don't close my mouth about things I don't like anymore. I once dated a guy that loved to drink Pepsi. Loved Pepsi. I hate Pepsi. As a matter of fact, I have given a majority of my life to Diet Cokes. And I hate Pepsi. Don't like Pepsi products. Clearly, I'm not going to get a Pepsi sponsorship here. But he would always only go to places that served Pepsi. And I never was like, I don't like this. Like I was just like, okay, whatever you want. In my 40s, I cut things off at the pass if they're not working for me anymore. And it's exciting and it's liberating. It's freeing. And my prayer, my hope for you is that you get that same liberation, authenticity, and joy from being fully yourself. And you also look back, not with regret, but with like awesome memories of your 20s and 30s because everything has a purpose and experience. And if I knew then what I know now, I would tell Renee in her 20s, don't rush it. Don't quit looking ahead and being like, well, this is where I'm going to be at this age. And this is where I'm going to be at this age. Um, don't rush it. Enjoy it. In my 30s, if I knew then what I know now, I would say, don't let disappointment rock you. As a matter of fact, it will form you. And don't be discouraged by looking to your right and your left, but take encouragement in knowing that your life is yours alone and you get to become your best self and it's nobody's business what you become. It's literally you make it your business to become the tree that doesn't look like for validation from other people. It just is a tree growing by the water. And so... I wanted to share with you all the joy of being 40 because 40s, the 40s have a curse on them of like, it's over the hill, blah, blah, blah. And I've said that before, but I have not felt like I'm going over a hill. I've actually felt the liberation of when a roller coaster goes down a hill and you get to put your hands up and fully enjoy it. Because I now know what doesn't kill me. Like, heartbreak doesn't kill you. It hurts. And it will hurt for a while. And some some scars still kind of hurt when it gets cold, you know. But it also doesn't kill you. And there's something invincible about the fact that like, oh, you want to leave me? Okay. Like, it's the knowing that comes. And... Hardly anything shakes me anymore. You know, I feel like I've seen a lot of life. And so when everybody else is like, oh my God, I don't know. What does this mean? How does this happen? I'm able to look back and be like, hmm, okay. Whatever it is, we'll live through it. It won't kill us. And even if it does challenge, you could do hard things. You've done them before. 
you've lived through 20, 30. It's almost like a metaphor is that um, Nadiculous was served its time. It served um, Nadiculous, which is my former podcast, former podcast, served its time. It was great while it happened. And I learned so much about myself through recording that podcast and learning how to monetize it, learning all of those things. And a 40 and other F words is different. I know no other word to say. It's just different. It's um, it's a little bit like Nadiculous went to college um, or actually Nadiculous has some roots. If you listen to Nadiculous when it was out, there was a lot of times where I was um, recording in my car because I didn't live in my own place. I was, um, I had roommates and there was a season where I was like living with my best friend in his loft. And um, that's a great, it's a great metaphor is that I, I just wasn't settled. And I love that 40 and other F words is settled. And it's speaking from a place of like grace and mercy and love and um, finding joy when it feels like it's de- you're devoid of joy. You know and can call on experiences where bad days pass and good days come. And so it's not life altering when things don't go your way. You realize that what's meant for me is for me and what's not won't be and that's okay so this is 40 and other f words and i look forward to sharing the journey with you thank you so much for listening um if you would like to be on the podcast you can at mention me on instagram at renee sagan or also on twitter at renee sagan facebook renee sagan also i think i'm the only one on there could there really be more than one I'm excited. Um, I feel more alive than I've ever felt in my life. And I want that for you too. I don't want you to be caught thinking that this time is some sort of death sentence or old maid situation. It's going to be beautiful. And I look forward to uncovering the beauty with you. Look for 40 and other F words on anywhere that podcasts are, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes. Um, Also considering filming some of 40 and other F-words, but um, I'm a one-man band around here. I learned things, how to do this on my own. So we'll see what I can come up with. Um, Because the other thing that you learn is you learn how to MacGyver your life at 40. Like, I could do anything I want to put my mind to. If I have to Google every step of the way, I will. So this is 40 and other F words. Thank you for listening. I love y'all.